0: All right. Advertising time, ladies and gentlemen. We have a couple of adverts this week. Um, Look, I'm not trying to sell you anything except for the experience of wonderful locally sourced art. The Lost Boys Collective is a business I built with the help of eight of my favourite illustrators. Sorry, nine of my favourite illustrators. The Lost Boys are all Australian-based and some of the best up and comers in the illustration game Here in Oz Our members consist of The illustrious Jackson Caspers Who has been On the podcast here before The freakishly gorgeous Austin Mangler, The King of the Inks Camilo Di Pietrantonio A.K.A. Instacam One half of the mumble boys Rui Magarico A.K.A. Red Unit Inc The D&D artisan himself Will Lehman the head destroyer Paldo Walls the neo-knight Keith Stanley aka Blank Canvas Designs and of course the former host of Draw It Out and the co-host of Bad Casting the king of the portrait Matt Combs and myself the lemonade maker Jordan Morpeth Art you can find all that The Lost Boys are doing at our home base Instagram at The Lost Boys Collective I want to thank you all I thank all of the Lost Boys, as this podcast is brought to you by the Lost Boys Co. From all the Lost Boys, thanks for your support. and Stay tuned to our Instagram, as we have plenty of new dope art to come. This episode is also brought to you by Zufia's new single, You Got Me. Um, Newcomer electronic pop duo Zufia releases their evocative debut single today. You Got Me via all music streaming services. Co-written by the duo producer songwriter Diaz and singer songwriter Mears. The track blends together hypnotic electronic beats and creative vocal sampling behind Mears' in irresistibly soulful vocals. You Got Me explores the struggles of a stifled relationship lacking in communication and the inevitable explosive and emotional end results Mia says about the tracks inspiration it's about that exact moment where you've held back your feelings for so long taken to the absolute brink and your body just can't hold back anymore having connected via music app vampa back in December 2018 the pair bonded immediately and have been hard at work experimenting extensively with vocals and production influenced by the unique sounds of major laser Sia, chain smokers Odeza endo desert the new single you got me is a combination of that effort with the duo continuing their efforts as they prepare to launch their debut EP later this year we're both incredibly proud of this new single it's a unique sound with a message that resonates with all of us says Diaz but this is just the beginning we're working on some exciting stuff now and we can't wait for everyone to hear it later this year for more information promo request or to arrange an interview contact zufia x u f at gmail.com this episode is also brought to you by our slack community what is slack well have you ever used discord or reddit or any of the other 4chan, any of the other uh, forum systems. So Slack is an easy to use, uh, very streamlined uh, community that we use to talk about making lemonade and all things making lemonade. Um, and you can simply join by going to makinglemonadepod.slack. Dot com that's making lemonade and come and join in the conversation over there we don't have very many people but we need you. Come on, come and join us, come and have a chat. If you want to chat with me, just come and join uh, at makinglemonade.slack.com and you can join in episode conversations, you can join in movie, collectible conversations. We've got everything there. We've got some of the Lost Boys on there as well. So if you want to uh, connect with the Lost Boys, uh, there's plenty going on at Slack at uh, makinglemonadepod.slack.com. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of Making Lemonade, the podcast where we talk about how we take the lemons that life gives us, and all of the different flavors of lemonade that we as creatives and as people make throughout our lives. This week, we are talking about the demon and the creative, really specifically on depression and how I conquered it. Not sure what that means? Well, let's just get into it, eh? Imagine that one day the world just went dark, all of the colours disappeared, imagine you couldn't see the green of the trees, the rosy red of a beautiful woman's cheeks, imagine that you couldn't taste your morning coffee, the popcorn lost all flavour, or a top shelf glass of whiskey just tasted like off water. Imagine you couldn't smell your freshly shampooed dog's fur or the perfume of a handsome man. Imagine that sex just became a coping mechanism and that all sexual attraction was gone. Imagine you lost your libido and even the one thing that we as humans all agree feels amazing became mediocre and senseless. This is what depression feels like. You quite literally begin to stop feeling things. All of your senses are turned down to one and your body becomes a kind of numb. This is how people become addicts, because this feeling can make you just want to feel something other than being numb. So you tighten your senses or rather heighten your senses with substances and in the pursuit of the high, one becomes addicted and loses all control. Beyond Blue says that one in seven Australians will experience a, formal, a form of depression once in their lifetime. That's 5% of Australians aged 16 to 85 that have experienced an affective disorder. This is equivalent to 2.83 million people today. One quarter of Australians will suffer from a form of anxiety, which is approximately 4.96 million Aussies. And one in eight men will suffer or experience depression in their lives. However, men are at least three times more likely to die from suicide, making that almost six men a day. Yet we as men are far less likely to seek help for a mental health condition than women. Surprise, surprise. So what can we take from this and what has this got to do with art? Well, first of all, that men have been done a serious disservice by society when it comes to mental health and that we as creatives are significantly more susceptible to this as by sheer nature we are emotionally vulnerable people. How many of your favorite artists do you think had depression? By looking at these numbers, it simply says to me that as a society we have done something severely wrong in the building of our morals and values in the modern world and we've built a system that prioritizes hard work and efficiency over the individual and collective consciousness. Is it not super scary that 1 in 7 people in Australia, which is a relatively small country comparatively, having only 25 million people? Mental health is no joke and yet it should be at the same time because those who have been through hell can most definitely use laughter as a medicine. I myself have been through trauma and that trauma set off a sort of domino effect that brought back or fostered a depression and anxiety that I thought I had healed from. This trauma caused me to have a paranoia that would occur even in the safest of situations. Um, And it would cause me to act and feel like a predator in the wild. This then affected my mind and my body and I became severely anxious but on put on weight and emotionally unstable. Felt a little bit like Thor in Endgame actually. This, my friends, are not the easiest way to live, I assure you, is not the easiest way to live. This is how you go insane, I believe, actually. However, insanity is not what I'm here to talk to you about. In fact, it's more the idea of anxiety, depression, and many other mental health issues that can help you to channel your inner creative and become the best creative you ever were and ever will be. So why is it that creatives have so many mental health issues? That's a sincere and genuine question that can be answered quite simply. This is because we are emotional beings. Creatives in general are either very in touch with our emotions or have instability with them. Creatives don't create without emotion. In fact, all creativity is pretty much designed to incite an emotion in its audience. Whether it is the comedian with a joke, there to make people laugh and have fun, or the graffiti artist with a political message to incite thoughts and frustration at a particularly at a particular individual or party, we are all creating to incite emotion in someone. Emotion is the crux of every creative endeavor. Emotion exists in the creation and does not exist. This is why it can be very hard for creatives to detach themselves from their emotions. I suppose suppose due to the fact that with everything we create, we are leaving leaving with it a piece of us. However, that is also why it can be extremely therapeutic. I I myself went through one hell of an experience that consisted of depression, heartbreak, fear and suicide attempts and my creation, Serenade, got me through that. If you want to hear the full story, go back and listen to episode 30, where I opened up about all of it, and I told the story in full. I left that person on those pages, I shed my skin when I was creating that book, and I can't find the strength to finish drawing the story because I am no longer that person. I suppose one day I'll just dedicate a few months to finishing it. However, my point here is that if you are to be creative, you have to get used to leaving a part of you in every project. What has this got to do with mental health? Art will always reflect life as it is very difficult to not write what you know, as the saying goes. I've always suffered from mental health and this is something i put in everything I create. Without even meaning to, I've consistently created characters that are suffering from some form of mental health. It's just what I know. Emotions are that which cause mental health to begin. Yes, there are physical and medical reasons too. Uh, many I'm by no means saying that is not valid, but if we look deeply into the human psyche, most mental health issues begin to form and overflow, an overflow of human emotion or from An overflow of human emotion whether it be trauma stress fear you name it creativity can be the man's saving grace it can also be the death of him it's very fragile balance god knows it saved my life on multiple occasions however it went hand in hand with things like exercise healthy eating good sleeping patterns routines etc the lemonade stand has multiple meanings to its name I am an entrepreneur and while it harkens back to the child's lemonade stand and the metaphor of life giving you lemons, I called it this also because lemonade is to me a comfort food. It's homemade quality and health benefits spoke to me in my early 20s. The making of homemade lemonade helped me with my mental health as it became something in our household that was a part of my evening and morning routine and I am constantly making it this brought me some solace, so much so that I wanted to share it with my audience and prompt positive mental health around my work. Are you struggling? Well, you're not alone. Creativity is one therapy that will help us all. So what did you create today? So, what are some methods I use to fight the demon that is my mental health? Well, first I went to a psychologist and GP for some medical help. Then I began building a routine that consisted of regular exercise, healthy eating and mental health. Practices like cold showers, meditation, journaling and making my bed. I learned all of these from Mr. Tim Ferriss. Mental health is most definitely not easy to live with. I can attest to that. I know this from personal experience. However, as hard as it is to pull yourself out of the rabbit hole, staying in it will ruin your life. There are so many of us out there with a mental health issue that just wallow in it as if we are the only person on earth suffering from it. We don't seek help. Um, And some people live with this their entire lives in denial and wasting it in a negative and self-deprecating way now that's where taking responsibility comes into place i myself found freedom in placing limitations on myself Though it sounds counterintuitive however it's beautiful i was speaking with colin Schultz a few weeks back on this very podcast and we were speaking about how sometimes or most times when artists place restrictions on their work then they don't actually end up freeing themselves from the anxiety of creating as the very limits they placed on their creations allows them the freedom to be more creative But what they've got as opposed to having too many options to choose from, therefore resulting in nothing actually being created because of the choice of what to make is never actually made. I hope I break that, break that down well. Um, It's a simple concept that is hard to wrap your head around until you actually put it into practice. So take for instance, if you said, hey, I'm only using pencil, ink and watercolors for a piece today. Uh, Those are already limits on your piece, right? Then you can amp it up by saying, I will only use four of said watercolors. Then you're being creative by nature of the lack of color choices. Then just to add to the limitations, He'd say, I'm drawing a monster that only has one eye, three arms, and he has no legs and a tail with a barb on it. There you go. Now, this could look a million different ways. However, can you see what I mean about you now about freeing yourself from the anxiety by placing restrictions on your work? This is also... How discipline works. But we will go into detail about that in another episode. However, discipline works by restricting things from yourself. And in doing so, you are actually not controlled by anything, whether it be laziness, addiction, food, etc. This is how you retain control of your life, your mental health, and your creativity. There are many beats we can follow in a day and just go through the motions or we as creatives can take some of the military strategies and the strategies used by successful entrepreneurs and business owners alike and build a routine that shows us almost every beat in our day, even down to the process we take to start our creative process and how we get through it step by step. I always say that This to those who ask me, or I always say this to those who ask me how I stay sober. I tell them that I'm simply following the steps. And this doesn't mean the 12 steps, although I do do that too. I am, however, referring to following the steps through the day. Taking each day, one step at a time, occupying my mind with that. For instance, what do I do when I get out of bed? I make a coffee, then I do the dishes, then I have a shower, and so on. Discipline, emotional stability, a spiritual connection, exercise, a healthy diet, a routine, and a touch of creative limitations will help us as creatives and as people suffering from mental health disorders. And going to the movies and getting some popcorn helps too. The smell of popcorn. And we have not only we will have not only a higher quality of life but a clearer trajectory on who we are and what we have come from. Righty, it's Q and A time, ladies and gentlemen. If you ever want to ask me a question, just keep an eye out to my Instagram stories, and you will see on there that that's where the questions are asked. So I've only got a couple of questions this week, but it's my good friend. It's not Bryce, the boy, the man. It's Kevin himself. Um, his first question is: It's a zombie apocalypse. Where do you retreat to? Um. very good question if a zombie apocalypse where do I retreat to Um, I'm not going to a city haven't really thought about this Um, I probably should I'm probably gonna go somewhere um, away from the shore uh, because it's where everybody lives I'm gonna go inland somewhere so maybe Wagga (laughs) maybe to Wagga Um, maybe I'll go to the top of Queensland just like all the way to far north Um, so that I'm just on the beach, away from everything. I'm not going to South Australia because I feel like... Yeah, the centre of Australia might be smart, but then you'd be surrounded, so you kind of want to get somewhere you can get away. Yeah, that's probably my answer. I'm going to say water. (laughs) Um, And then he's got another question, which was, pitch a movie idea. Um, Movie idea. Uh, Story about a guy, he works at a convenience store no, <laughs> that's clerks I'm like I've always wanted to tell um I've always wanted to tell the story of Serenade um my character Serenade and I think if it was a movie it would have to be something small grade hello something kind of like um I want to do something like there's this great movie called uh Angelina or something like that. So Selena. So it's got Selma Hayek in it, and she's in a she's in an apartment, and she fights her way through a gauntlet of um, assassins, just kind of like John Wick style, but just in one apartment. It's just set in one. I always loved movies that were just set in one place, and I want to do that with Serenade, where I just set him. In one place, and maybe it's like an alley in Crimson City or something like that, and he just fights his way out of there and he's be fucking badass. And it's just like, or kind of like uh, All Star Batman was a uh, comic book recently that was done uh, by ramita Jr. and I think Scott Snyder. I think I can't remember who wrote it, um, might have been Jeff Johns. Anyway, whoever wrote it. Um, And it's basically Batman fighting his way through the rogues gallery, but he's traveling across country doing a road trip, essentially, to get Two-Face back to Gotham. But there's a hit on Two-Face's head, um, and he's fighting his way through all of these, like, um, Firefly appears, and Clayface, and all these characters start to appear, and I think that'd be really fun to do something like that, just build all these assassins around and serenade. But again, if I was doing a Batman movie, I would also do something like that, like an Arkham Asylum. Maybe he's fighting his way out of Arkham Asylum, like in the video game, or I'd do All Star Batman, where it'd just be him going from one point to another, and he'd come across Robin and Nightwing, just, just in who's who of the Batman universe, and just kind of, kind of like the Aquaman movie, just put as much Batman into that movie as possible. That's what I would do if I was Matt Reeves. Cool. Thank you so much for listening, guys. I love you all so much. If you want any more information on how I maintain my mental health, please feel free to contact me uh, on Instagram at Jordan Morpeth Art or on Slack makinglemonadepod.slack.com that's makinglemonadepod.slack.com if you'd like to support the podcast please just take a screenshot of the episode episode and share it on your stories on instagram facebook snapchat or wherever you socialize in the world wide web and come join our slack community to chat about the episodes or just movies or tv or collectibles or whatever it's going on in your life also you can leave a review on itunes that would be very very helpful Seriously, guys, thank you all so much. I love you, weirdos, so much. You're all my weirdos. Um, I've been your host, Jordan. And as always, guys, stay weird. Say bye. Reach for the sky. There's a snake in my boot.
1: I wake up, puddle of sweat. I have nightmares and I get back into bed. It's like these voices just keep playing on repeat in the back of my head and I can't get them to leave me alone. 30 years old but still hates being alone when I'm home because that's when the voices get the loudest. Opening up like this is a moment far from my proudest but these demons keep pressing me. I swear they're the foulest but I've grown comfortable with their presence. My conscience is calloused. My dreams are their playground. My thoughts are their palace. I try to evict them they return with more anxiety isn't an item you can return at the store i was 10 the first time i had a panic attack like a punch to the stomach there's no planning for that and i didn't tell anyone because i was too scared about what they'd say and I know deep down there was nothing they could do to take it away. It was my fight to fight and my battle to face. I remember that house I grew up in and how those demons would rattle that place. I'd lay awake at night just staring at the ceiling. I've spent my whole life trying to run from that feeling, that feeling of being lonely, that feeling of being lost, that feeling of being sick when the lights turn off, that feeling of being depressed, that feeling of being anxious, that feeling of screaming to God, begging him to take this, only to get silence in return. I lay in that bed crying and I tossed and I turned and I turned and I tossed to this day. The doctors gave me medication, the pastor said pray. I tried both and this anxiety still hasn't gone away. So forgive me if I fantasized about being gone today. I'm an actor who got really good at being on today But when I turn off I go right back into the shadows I'm in the deep end now But I started in the shallows And I might just drown myself in these waves Suburban hell These homes are all graves Everyone's coping with something But won't admit it They're all too afraid And these kids are glued to watching me What do I say? If I'm honest with them Maybe they won't think highly of me Everything they want me to be Is what I'm dying to be But everything I really am Is what I'm not trying to be I want them to know That they're not alone in their struggles I wake up in tears and fall back asleep in those puddles and I don't think I'll ever get out of this valley I'm in terrified that all along God has tallied my sins and if he has the number must be astronomic my life is a joke and you keep reading just past the comic because everything you think that I am is far from the truth I wish I could open up to you and just let loose but my vocal cords get tight when the devil pulls on this noose and then I'm back to keeping everything bottled up inside but he's not going to keep me from pulling the throttle back this time. He's not going to keep me trapped like this. I can't get out of bed. I was never made to act like this. I'm packing up my bags and he can't stop me from running fast like this. I'm not going to be a slave to these voices of anxiety. I'm shoving the devil back for every time that he lied to me. And I'm taking a belt to these demons who whisper despair in my ear. And I'm ignoring every naysayer stands and stares when I'm near. I'm moving forward out of this slump. I took my bruises. I took my lumps. I fell down, but I got right back. Up, So give me a torch and let's light that up. I'm setting fire to the devil and I'm dousing these demons in gasoline. Look at you now. Now you're not laughing at me. Now who's the one who's being tortured and punked? Now who's the one closing every door that I want? Now who's the one watching the other burn to the ground? Don't look away from me. You better turn back around. I'm not done talking to you now. I'm watching your moves. I'm on your back and I'm stalking you too. And when you try to ruin some other kid's life, I'll be stopping you too. You took 30 years of my life and I can't get that back. You told me to end my life and I nearly got killed for that. You took me down but I bounced right back. I was lost then and I got found like that. And everything you told me I wasn't, someone new told me I was. And everything you hated in me, someone new told me he loves. And when you tried to kill me with depression and anxiety, he reached in and placed hope deep inside of me. So I'm done listening to you and letting you control me. I'm announcing it now that the devil can't hold me. I'm walking away from the old me and I'm demanding a refund on every lie that you say told me you knew i'd find a way out sooner or later and i found my escape in the form of a savior